0: he played a role in his own attack. They denied he did and that anyone claiming otherwise is lying. Chicago police arrested two Nigerian brothers on Wednesday in the case. The brothers claimed that Smollett paid them to help stage the attack. Smollett apparently knew the man and one of them had been on an episode of Empire as an extra. Former New York Congressman Anthony Weiner has been released from a Massachusetts prison. Phil Hewlett has more. The 54-year-old was transferred out of the Federal Medical Center in Devons and is now being supervised by the Federal Residential Reentry Office in Brooklyn, New York. Weiner served a majority of his 21-month sentence for sexting a 15-year-old North Carolina girl in 2017. He's expected to serve three years on supervised release, pay a $10,000 fine, and register as a sex offender. Phil Hewlett, NBC News Radio. Representative Will Hurd says the U.S. has entered uncharted territory with President Trump's use of national emergency powers to secure funding for a wall along the southern border. I
1: don't think we needed a, a national emergency
2: declaration. Uh, that is not a tool that the president needs in order to solve this problem.
0: The Texas Republican who represents a district along the southern border said on CBS's Face the Nation that there's a number of ways to address the problems without having to build the wall including increasing pay for border patrol agents.
2: The reason that you know border <laughs> patrol has a retention problem we don't have enough border patrol officers we need additional technology.
0: You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Now, Skyscan weather for the RVA
3: from 102.9 The Mater. For tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 30. For Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 45. Tuesday night, snow possibly mixed with rain, mainly after 8 p.m., low around 32. Wednesday, snow possibly mixed with rain, becoming all rain after 8 a.m., high near 41. Wednesday night, rain, low around 37. And Thursday, rain likely mainly before 2 p.m., high near 56. From the Mater Weather Center, this is Chris Mindell.
1: 1029 The Mater presents In the Red Zone with Rob Witham. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Massey, Wood, and West and by the Sports Page Grill in downtown Ashland.
4: Monday night, everybody. Thanks for being with us for live at Sports Page Grill in Ashland for another edition of In the Red Zone. Listening live on 1029 The Mater, 102.9 FM, 1430 AM. Listening at the link online at HanoverCountySports.net from the RBA Sports Network. We're on the TuneIn radio app tonight on Radiol, R A D I A L L. We have a ton to get to tonight and two fantastic guests that will join us here live at Sports Page Grill. But we would be remiss if we did not begin our broadcast tonight by paying tribute to the late Mark Fisher, a Louisa County longtime head football coach who battled uh, cancer since 2012 and passed away yesterday at the age of 54. In a 2017 season that none of us will soon forget, uh, he had announced that it would be his last season on the sidelines. Uh, the, the team knew that he was battling the disease now multiple times. He had beaten it before and had come back, beaten it and it had come back. And they went 14-0 and all the way to the state championship before falling late uh, in the state title game to finish at 14-1 and in his final season uh, at the helm. He was still a very active part of the program as much as he could be in 2018 uh, with the new regime there. Uh, and so we awoke to very sad news this morning and our thoughts and prayers are with everyone at not only louisa county high school and in louisa county but throughout the high school football community and most especially the fisher family it is a huge void uh, that he will leave at rba high school football and our thoughts and prayers are with him and what we do know positively is that his great influence is going to live on in the lives of if not hundreds thousands of young men that he touched throughout his football career but most especially uh, in the last seven years as he valiantly fought cancer. Mark Fisher passes away yesterday at the age of 54. Now we move forward to what's going on and what's still to come. A lot of things happening with high school basketball playoffs in full swing. We'll begin there as on Friday night things got rocking and rolling. In Region 5B, four doubleheaders across the area at the top four girls' seeds. One big upset in the boys. It's number six, Douglas Freeman, in overtime, knocking out number three, Henrico. They move on to the semifinals to take on Elsie Bird, who eliminated Atlee and ended their eight game winning streak and their season Uh, with a record record of 13 and 10. Verina won their opener, as did number four, Prince George. And so the region 5B semifinals coming up tomorrow night at Hermitage High School will be the following. At the 6 o'clock game, you'll have the defending... State champions and the one seed Verina playing Prince George, who have a lot of talent. They are sneaky good, and that could be a very interesting matchup, and certainly one that Coach Andrew Lacey, who we've had here on in the red zone previously early in the season back in December, is certainly not going to overlook. Neither will LC Bird overlook Douglas Freeman. The Douglas Freeman Henrico game was very simple back on Friday night. It was if the game's in the 50s, it favors Freeman. If the game gets into the 70s and 80s, it, it favors Henrico. Whoever dictates To the tempo of that game. Well, we were tied at 55 going into overtime and Freeman prevailed 64 to 60. And so it's the sixth seed against the two in the nightcap at Hermitage tomorrow night about 745 or 8 o'clock on the girls side in 5B. Uh, All top four seeds are victorious, so it looks like this on Wednesday night, weather permitting at J.R. Tucker High School. We've got no word on contingency plans should schools be closed tomorrow because of this projected overnight Tuesday night Wednesday weather event that we're looking to get now. Uh, But if we play on Wednesday night at J.R. Tucker, it will be the four seed Metowica against number one Highland Springs at six, followed by Number three, LC Bird, and number two, Godwin. Championships of Region 5B, both at Hermitage High School, both on Friday night. Let's go to 4B, where at this hour, number seven, Hanover, is opening in first round action. They're on the court at home right now against Caroline. If they win, they will go to King George, the number two seed, in a quarterfinal on Wednesday night, weather permitting at 6 p.m. So that's Hanover right now playing at home against Caroline. Other area teams playing right now uh, include Louisa at Midlothian and Dinwiddie is up in Chancellor uh, Northern area near Fredericksburg and in about an hour Huguenot will play at Powhatan. Region 4B boys get underway tonight as well. And we're going to be flying out of here at the top of the hour as soon as we're done. Heading down to Hanover High School so we can catch the Hawks, the sixth seed, taking on the number 11 seed, King George Foxes, at 7.30. Winner of that game goes down to Dinwiddie for a quarterfinal, and that game begins at 6 p.m. Number one seed in boys in 4B is Monikin. Louisa's the two. Dinwiddie the three, Carolina's four. So again, if Hanover beats King George tonight, they head down to Dinwiddie on Wednesday. Region 6B Tournament's are underway tonight first round action already started in the girls bracket number one james river hosting clover hill uh, number two cosby hosting franklin county number three thomas dale hosting manchester their semi-finals will be at higher seeds on wednesday night and in boys 6b action later tonight j- number one james river takes on clover hill 715 number four cosby hosting number five thomas dale at eight o'clock and number three Manchester coming on late playing some good basketball hosting number six Franklin County in fact that game should have just tipped at the top of the hour all of the information you need to know want to find out about where your team's playing and what region they're in and all that good stuff from 6a uh, 6b I should say all the way to 1b and also the prep league in the vhs in the uh, vis uh, just go to rbaSportsNetwork.com right now. Top of the page, you see Region Tournament Central. That's where we keep you informed with scores, bracket updates, schedules, times, ticket information, and more. That's uh, Region Tournament Central at rbaSportsNetwork.com. We turn our attention now to college basketball. The Randolph Macon men in their regular season. Ex- Extremely strong. Luke Neely 26 points and 21 minutes of action 8 of 10 from beyond the 3 point line and Randolph making rolls at Eastern Mennonite 91-65 on Saturday. They finished the year 15-1 in the ODAC, the number 1 seed regular season champs again and 23-2 overall Now the big test comes They will get the winner of tonight's first round game between Randolph and Bridgewater in an ODAC championship quarterfinal on Thursday at 1 o'clock down at Salem This is where the Yellow Jack have faltered the last couple of years and if they can get through this game and get a win and head into the semifinals, which would be on Saturday at 1 o'clock against the winner of Virginia Wesleyan and Washington and Lee then you feel very confident about their chances to at least get an at-large bid to the NCAA Division 3 tournament should they not for some reason run the table and win the ODAC championship on Sunday down in Salem so we'll have our eyes on the men beginning on Thursday afternoon our eyes on the Randolph-Macon women as well they finish as the number four seed, and they will take on for the third time this year, and the second time in about nine days or so, Virginia Wesleyan in the 4-5 quarterfinal in the Women's Championship. That is a 3 p.m. tip Friday at the Salem Civic Center. Coach Carol LaHaye without Charlotte Woods, without Michael Ross on Saturday. They fall to regular season champion Guilford, but they hope to have Charlotte back. In fact, they're sure they're going to have Charlotte back. Michael is still a question mark as to whether she'll be available for duty against Virginia Wesleyan on Friday. They're going to need all hands on deck if they want to make a run. And let me tell you, I watched Guilford. They're the one seed. I was not overly impressed with them on Saturday, and it led me to believe that any team that can get on a run be hot shooting especially and making those free throws you could see a four five a six seed make a run and win the odak women's championship this season no doubt about it it is very wide open, and the Yellow Jackets have just as good a shot to get hot as anybody else, and again, they play out of the fourth seed, and that is against Virginia Wesley Friday at three. When we come back after this first commercial timeout, we sit down with our first guest tonight, the women's golf coach at Randolph-Macon, making her first appearance on In the Red Zone and this her first year at the helm in Ashland, Jill Bryles Hinton, joins us right after this timeout. We're live at Sports Page Grill. Ashland, come on out and join us. They'll have Virginia, Virginia Tech basketball at the top of the hour all over the televisions here so come get your good seat now so you can enjoy some great food and watch some of that game as well coming up at 7 back in a moment you are in the red zone
1: there's more to come right after this short
4: break
5: where do you bring the family for sports, great food, and excellent service? Sports Page Grill in Ashland. Walking distance from Randolph-Macon College, Sports Page Ashland features 40 and 55-inch TVs, all high-definition flat screens. Sports Page Ashland has something for everyone on the menu, like their fresh Angus beef burgers or chicken wings, which everyone agrees are the best in town. Kids' Night is Wednesday. All kids' meals are served on frisbees that they can take home. Your family will love the friendliest faces you can find anywhere north of Richmond, at Sports Page Grill in Ashland. For nightly specials and more, check them out on Facebook. Sports Page Ashland.
3: When you need printing, you usually need it yesterday. We Think and Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at We Think and Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Think and Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Think and Ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead brochures, or business forms. We Think and Ink in Ashland. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack Hanna. Since I was a boy, I've been fascinated with animals, especially their tireless work ethic. Just look at birds who gather supplies to build nests or penguins who travel up to 500 miles to secure food for their families. This work ethic is shared by our best friends, canines who perform life-saving work every day. Dogs comfort returning veterans. They work with diabetics, alerting them when there's a change in their blood chemistry. Working dogs are valuable in many ways. So please join me and American Humane in supporting our heroic working dogs. Go to AmericanHumane.org to learn more.
4: note scores already rolling in here tonight from our reporters across our Twitter networks Region 6B girls basketball Cosby up 13-8 on Franklin County after a quarter early second quarter number one James River 20 and number eight Clover Hill 15 both of those games were following on our Chesterfield sports feed Uh, part of the hyper local coverage you only find from the RVA sports network and speaking of Twitter on Hanover Sports at this hour it's our poll question of the night who's going to be the best team in Hanover County High School softball in 2019 will it be the Atlee Raiders who won the championship three of the last four years will it be hanover who's looking to get their first championship in uh, over a decade now or would it be patrick henry whose head coach is coming up later this hour in the red zone or how about lee davis who made three consecutive state championship tournament appearances in the last three seasons vote now on twitter at hanover sports we'll have results before the end of the show but right now let's uh, get the clubs out Let's think warm. It's a sunny morning, it's 60 degrees, the birds are chirping, and you have an 8.15 tea time. That sounds good, doesn't it, Coach?
6: Well, I'd be bundled up. 60 degrees for me is a little chilly. <laughs> a little t-
4: <laughs> Well, that, uh, that might have to do a little bit to do with some of the time you spent a little bit farther south of here. We're going to talk about that. I am pleased as punch to have Randolph-Macon's new women's head golf coach Joe Bryles Hinton with us here in the red zone tonight coach first of all I mean you've been here for a little while but let me extend my uh, congratulations on coming on board and you're a big get for the Yellow Jackets your career speaks for itself and I want to talk a little bit about that so my first question why Ashland and why Randolph-Macon
6: it's the center of the universe
4: (laughs) perfect (laughs) perfect and we did not rehearse that by the way for those of you listening going okay they got that started okay I get that <laughs> so uh, you're really when Randolph-Macon comes and they're looking and they're talking to you did you approach them Did they approach you how did you guys get together
6: it was um, Jeff and I talked and um, it was a win-win for both of us I got out of coaching uh, I was at Florida for 11 years Richmond for three got out of coaching for 7 mm-hmm. and um, I was missing something and uh, when Jeff and I talked we were able to uh, it's what I needed. Uh, I can give back to the community, give back to golf, and um, here I am.
4: And here you are. I'm a
6: yellow jacket.
4: Oh, was there an, was it an opportunity kind of for you? Did you miss the teaching aspect of the game, or, or were you able to do that at your your work in Midlothian?
6: Yeah, I teach at Windy Hill. I'm a golf pro there. Um, mm-hmm. It's um, um, gotta... but I'm. Uh, Sorry about that.
4: No, that's okay. We're having a little bit of technical issues with the sound being a little too loud. So we're going to get the radio here on uh, Inside the Restaurant turned. Down. That'll help us get that taken care of, everybody. That's in that's what, six what that months. Was. That's the first time we've ever had that issue, as well, a you, matter of fact.
6: You heard I couldn't hear, so that's why you turned <laughs> everything up. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's, a,
4: that's not a problem. Not a problem. There we go. I think that's now. Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. we're in good shape now. Good shape.
6: No, I got uh, they, coaching, and, and then this opportunity presented itself, and um, I teach golf at Windy Hill, and coaching and teaching are two different things, and. Uh, you got to manage the kids, um, and the kids, the, the girls that I'm at, at Randolph are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, they're here to get a complete college experience, and so I facilitate that. Now, naturally, I want to win a national championship because I'm just, I'm very competitive. Um, but everything's going to take time, um, and we're going to do it with, uh, um, with time. Uh, Good kids, Mm -hmm. good students, and um, get some good golf.
4: And some good golf. And some good places to play here in the area.
6: Phenomenal places Uh, here.
4: Which is an advantage. Yes. Uh, An area that is producing some good golfers at the high school level. But obviously, you're not just looking in the RBA. You guys look all over the place, and you look at the roster right now, and you have a wide variety of where kids have come from and decided, yeah, Randolph-Macon's a place where I can play golf, but also get the education that I'm looking for.
6: Correct. And what what also is important uh, uh, that, that is different from the other coaching uh, situations I've been in. They get the complete package. They get the complete college experience at Randolph-Macon. Um, they get the academics. They get the D, the, the division um, three sports. And they can be a sorority. They can uh, run for the king and the queen. They can um, be a tour guide. Mm-hmm. They can... It's it's everything. So when, when they go apply for a job... Um, they have got a little bit of everything under their belt in an awesome degree.
4: Yeah, a great degree and a wide variety of experience to to envelope it, so to speak. Correct. Which Correct. you can't necessarily get at the Division One level in the sense that you're the time commitment that you make to whatever athletic endeavor you have is insane. Some people I don't think realize just how much it is.
6: It is. Um, it's that's the route I took. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play golf and. Uh, going to college was a uh, necessary evil for me. <laughs> um, I went to the University of Miami, I graduated in uh, uh, Recreation and leisure Sports Administration and then right after I graduated I qualified for the tour, turned pro, qualified for the tour and made it my first attempt and I was out there for 12 years so I've always been grinding at golf but I love it, uh, I love to compete. Um, and. Um, you know, there, there actually is some of my colleagues from a tour do live here in Richmond, um, which is which is cool. There's like four of us that played on tour that live in Richmond, the Richmond area.
4: I'll be doggone. Now, when uh, when did you first pick up clubs? When was, did you fall in love with golf?
6: Um, 12. I don't know if I fell in love with golf, I fell in love with competing and hanging out with my dad. Aha. Uh-huh. So I was my daddy's little boy, and um, I um, still am, and, um, but I loved hanging out with my dad. So we played golf, and, and he quit playing baseball and football and basketball with me because he said I hurt him. Oh! So we went for the golf route.
4: <laughs> Do it the golf route instead.
6: And you uh, know I loved basketball, uh, but I gave that up my senior year in college, uh, high school, and concentrated on golf
4: because
6: hmm. I could compete in okay. golf after college.
4: after college. That's true. And to have over a decade on the LPGA tour, what changes did you see in the tour from the time you joined it to the time you, you, you decided to move on and do other endeavors? I mean, that was a time of, of great growth and change in terms of women's golf professionally.
6: I think I was there under four commissioners. Um, there was a lot of change. Um, i was around where i got to see some of the founders and uh, i still know some of the founders mm.
4: um i bet you could do some serious name dropping
6: uh probably <laughs> jill bryles hinton do you
4: know her? Hey, yes i do as a matter of
1: fact
6: <laughs> um but uh golf has done has has been the world to me mm. and uh this is you know coaching here's a way to give back and Um, to help other um, young ladies who want to stay in golf and be good at it, um, get better.
4: It's an interesting mix at the college level because you've got, obviously, competitive golfers as you were back in those days. Um, but at the same time it's a team sport and it's an individual sport and you've got both components in whereas that's not the case in, you know every sport that you have football doesn't have it basketball lacrosse or softball or whatever but golf you're looking at the team standings but you could have someone on your team that breaks out and can win an individual title yes how do you kind of approach that as a coach to be able to handle and get the max out of your team while if you have those one or two golfers who can compete for for individual titles you get the maximum out of them too
6: well they have to take uh, it's more mental you got to take it one shot at a time this is both for individuals and the team mm-hmm. um, if each individual does their job the team does well um, once an individual um, you know one stroke at a, sh- one stroke at a time one shot at a time once it's gone it's gone yeah you can't you can't look at the future either you can't look at what's gonna happen Um, so if each of them do that and, and, and not lose their temper, uh, because I don't care what level you are at, (laughs) you will lose your temper. Um, and, and it's the same thing regardless of the level, it's, it's still the same temper. So you got to be able to control your tempo And and if the, if the girls can do that, the individuals do well, then the team does well. Is that something that you
4: have to guide or mold? I don't want to use necessarily the term teach, but kind of guide direct golfers at times in terms of the mental because golf is so mental. I mean, it's, it takes one shot to where you get yourself on such a hot streak and you feel like you can make every shot and make every green, and, and then it takes one shot and you feel like you can't hit a fairway to save your, save your life. Correct. How do you get them out of the ditch and make sure they don't go in the ditch?
6: Um, it is teaching. The mental game is taught. I work with a a gal by the name of Dr. Deborah Graham. She's with Golf Psych in San Antonio, Texas. Hmm. She did her PhD in um, uh, um, the champion traits of um, an LPGA golfer. And she went and interviewed the tour players on the LPGA, and uh, they did a personality test and did an interview. She did an interview. And what she, you do this for me, and then I'll give you. X amount of hours of help on the side, so she got a PhD based on this research. So she is, her information is research packed, and then she did the same study, years later, I think with a senior tour, and there are there really are eight common traits of champion golfers, and if you know what those traits are, um, and you get yourself tested, then you can start helping yourself be a champion, and in whatever walk of life you are in.
4: Wow, that's amazing.
6: So, champion golfers typically, one of the traits is uh, cool on a scale of one to ten, a bipolar scale. One of them is cool versus warm. I tend to be warm. Okay. Um, the champion golfers tend to be cool. So, I had to learn how to focus and stay focused on the golf course, and in some instances, it might make me look like the bad guy, but you gotta stay focused it's your livelihood so once I learned how to do that I started playing better and that was just one trait but there's there's seven there's seven seven more champion traits and then a bunch of Uh, other traits that help too.
4: When you walked in and took over this program, were any of the golfers in awe of of your resume and your experience? Probably not. LPGA, (laughs) uh, 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 coaching at the University of Florida. I mean, you're coaching at the highest levels collegiately. Mm -hmm. And here you are walking into Randolph-Macon. And I would think some of them would go, man, this is an incredible opportunity.
6: Uh, I look at, uh, I don't look at it that way. I look at it, oh my gosh. These kids are geniuses. Should I even be coaching them? Hmm. So, a very smart group of kids.
4: And so that challenges you.
6: Um, yeah, it, you you have to. You, yes, it does. It's <laughs> it's definitely different than coaching Division One.
4: Than Division One, absolutely. This is Joe Hinton, new women's golf coach at Randolph-Macon and I say new but you guys have a split season which some people don't realize that you have action in the fall and then you come back and you've got action in the spring so kind of give me a sense of of what you learned about the, the the ladies on the team during the time together September October competition wise what you're expecting when you begin again coming up here March 15th good lord weather permitting
6: um well um we're uh, we practice a couple hours a day, and we practice in the morning. Um, now, not everyone can practice in the morning because of the academic schedule. Sure. It's a sm- a small, it's a small school. Classes are limited. Um, but I need to, I like. I want to try to get my eyes on them a couple times a week. And so we uh, uh, they practice a couple hours a day. We're we'll working on our fundamentals. We work on our short game. Uh, we'll work on our putting. We'll be working on drills. And then uh, one day a week we'll go play. Uh, the weekends, we're either competing mm-hmm. or they'll have off um, to do what they want to do. Now, if they want to go play golf, they'll go play golf. If they want to um, uh, do something with the the, uh, the government or the sorority or right. um, do extra studying, they can do that they as well. They can do it. So, uh, um, but we try to have concentrated practices so they get more out of it. Instead of just swinging the golf club, they have they, they, we, we have trackable, measurable practices. Because if they're trackable and measurable, you're going to get better quicker.
4: Yes, no doubt. Now, you get back into competitive action the week of March 15, 16, 17, that weekend. But the following, well, a little over a week from that, the 24th and 25th, tell me a little bit about the Max and Susan Stith Invitational, which is going to be out at the Dominion Club yes. in Wyndham.
6: Um, uh, um, it's going to be Sunday, Monday. Okay. Um, And we have um, a handful of teams coming, some individuals. And we're going to play 36 holes for a champion, a team champion and an individual champion. And uh, it's a a really good golf course. The meaning club is great. And um, we're looking forward to bringing home a win.
4: Do you know some of the other teams that have entered into that tournament?
6: Uh, Not off the top of my head. Um,
4: They all division three?
6: Yes, yes. Okay. yes, they're all Division Three. yes.
4: And then you guys, I mean, your schedule, we talked about March 15th through 17th, that's at Jekyll Island, the Invitational down in Georgia. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're heading to Fredericksburg before all is said and done. You're heading to York, Pennsylvania before all is said and done. And then you got the ODAC tournament coming yes. up. Yes, yes. You know, it's, so there's there's a lot of good golf ahead for this team. And the ODAC I mentioned, that's at the end of April, and that's down in Brown Summit, North Carolina this year.
6: Right. Uh, uh, I've been there before uh, for the uh, – Um, uh, Wake Forest, when I was with Florida, Mm -hmm. um, Wake Forest hosted an event there. Really, really, uh, uh, they have 36 holes, we're playing the other golf course. Um, there was a golf course on the water that the wind would, uh, just play havoc on the, on the water, play havoc with the golf ball. So I haven't seen the golf course we're going to be playing, but it is a really nice complex.
4: Excellent. So what's the one thing you've enjoyed the most so far about your time at Randolph-Macon?
6: Um, kids getting, the kids getting the complete college experience. That's what I love about it. And they're really good kids.
4: And it's an exciting time to be at Randolph-Macon. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, this decade has been amazing in terms of uh, the, the the building that's been going on on campus, the growth, the new nursing program getting ready to start. Yes, uh, it's 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 really an exciting time to be in Ashland, Virginia. There's yes, no doubt about really that. It
6: really is. It is, and now, I'm glad I'm here.
4: Now, before I let you go, one last quick question. You you started a business a few years ago. You tell me a little bit about what else you do with your hands. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Have embroidery business and I got uh, when you play the tour and when you you coach um, Mm. at a place like the University of Florida there is no there's no downtime no downtime so I didn't have any downtime I come to Richmond I have a little bit of downtime and I'm building my you know my lessons and my my teaching at Windy Hill Mm -hmm. But I still have downtime in the winter and I I got bored, so I bought an embroidery machine. And uh, I've got a a one-head, 15-needle, industrial-strength embroidery machine. Wow. And um, it's small, but I want to grow it. And uh, as people uh, need things, they call me and I can get them done quickly and get them out to them.
4: Sounds like something that you would enjoy something that is you know sometimes people would say kind of different from golf but i can see where there are some similarities in terms of attributes and skills and mental mindsets to do something like that
6: yeah it is it is really cool to see the finished product it's like you're looking at it oh that is so cool how did that do that (laughs) you know before i bought the uh, the embroidery machine i I worked on golf cars Uh wow I fixed golf cars, so, you know, if the engine was bad, I could fix it. If, you know, if the um, starter generator needed to be, uh, uh, you know, fixed or replaced. But my boss at Windy Hill didn't like that because I'd have dirty fingers (laughs) so she happens to be my assistant coach janet phillips from uh, windy hill
4: my goodness gracious
6: she can call me boss
4: she can call you boss that's exactly right well looking forward to the spring portion of the 2018-19 season again you get going in georgia uh down uh, at the uh, Jekyll. Jekyll Island Invitational, that is the 15th, 16th, and 17th, so about four weeks from now. Yes. Won't be long until you can finally swing the clubs for real once again.
6: You got it. Thanks for having us.
4: No problem. Coach Jill Bryles Hinton from Randolph-Macon Women's Golf, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Rob. No problem. Coming up in just a moment, we'll turn our attention to softball. Patrick Henry, head coach Lance Lesturgeon, beginning year number two at the helm, Patriot Nation. We'll talk live with him coming up after this timeout, live from Sports Page Grill, you are
1: in the red zone in the red zone we'll take a short time out we'll be right back so stay tuned to the mater
3: massey wood and west incorporated has been servicing the richmond and surrounding areas since nineteen twenty three offering the finest in home heating fuel oil and propane gas massey wood and west is a premier dealer of Heil heating and cooling equipment with professional service and installation of gas or oil furnaces Hyle systems are backed by 100 years of superior engineering and quality manufacturing. Massey Wood & West gives you one-stop shopping for your standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and hyle equipment. Call today for your heating and cooling needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood & West. A premier Heil dealer.
1: I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that
5: We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer
0: diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-801-0746, 877-801-0746. That's 877-801-0746.
4: Sports Page, Grill Ashland on In the Red Zone. Listening live tonight on 102.9 The Mater, 102.9 FM, 1430 AM. Our fans listening via the link at HanoverCountySports.net, part of the RVA Sports Network. And for those of you who are listening on the TuneIn Radio app tonight, on Radio, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Scores are coming in fast and furious from us. A Girls basketball action, a quarterfinal action in some tournaments, first-round action in other tournaments. Uh, have not heard of a score from Hanover caroline yet. If we get one before we go off the air tonight, we certainly will keep you posted on that. Cosby's up at the half. Thomas Dale leads Manchester by three of the intermission. Mackie Walker's up big on not Away, and they have all hit the half. Uh, Coming up top of the hour, don't forget, college basketball, Virginia, Virginia Tech tonight. But right now, we're going to turn our attention to softball. It was day one of spring sports tryouts and practices across the RBA for the Virginia High School League. It is so nice, and it's one of my favorite days of the year because I know it's almost time to get back out and start watching some baseball, softball, lacrosse. It's just a great time because you've been cooped up all winter, and now let's get outside and, and, and play some ball. And I have a special affinity for softball, and we've picked a great time uh, to to be a part of the softball community in this area because of just how successful it's been in the decade, and we've talked about that. The only school not to have a state championship ring so far is Patrick Henry, and it's not that they haven't tried. It's not that they've come close. Still to this day, the best softball game I've ever covered was Cosby 3, Patrick Henry 2, 10 innings, 2012 Group AAA State Championship in June of that year up in Northern Virginia. Patrick Henry was part of a classic state semifinal with rival Attlee, where if Paige Mitchell's fly ball to deep center goes about another five feet, Patrick Henry might be the one putting for the state championship the next Day against Hickory rather than Atley, it so close, and maybe this is the year the Patriots are able to finally run the table. With us tonight, their second-year head softball coach Lance Lesturgeon is in the red zone. Coach, hello! Happy first day of practice. Rob, awesome! Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> I don't,
2: I don't know that I don't want to call it the first day of practice. It's so well. <laughs>
4: cold and miserable and wet. You know, it's
2: not not doing a whole lot of softball just yet.
4: Yeah, I was about to say, what did you get to do today?
2: Uh, we didn't, we just run and we did some exercising, and you know, increasing the. Oxygen flow to the brain and throw throw the ball back and forth a little bit. So they did get to hold the softball today. Yes, we put a softball
4: in their hands. That's that's lucky (laughs) because you know if they was day one and they're all anticipating it and they go, "Oh, we did was run." (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know we we giggle, but I I have seniors
2: that I don't know that they have had a uh, a tryout on the field for you know the three days that we have tryouts. I don't know they've had a full three days of tryouts in their four years playing for pH so yeah. far. It's been
4: that kind of weather. Uh, yes, exactly. Thank you, weather. I the, Our friends at NBC12, they put up the seven-day forecast light last night and I took a picture of it and put it on my personal Facebook page because there's a chance of rain every single day in the seven and we got the snow thing coming in Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning and I put on my Facebook page, I said, yeah, it's softball season. I, I mean, it's, what what it's else can you say? It's terrible. I, I hate looking <laughs> at it. I, I look at it at the last minute,
2: maybe like two o'clock in the afternoon because I know it's not going to be good this time of year. I mean, <laughs> the wintery mix coming in I mean it's fun you know
4: you know but the you know the good news is you know your competitors are in the exact same boat no pun intended as you are so you know well I get it you know we we talk a lot of
2: the mental part and you know we can't control the weather so we got to go with it so it's what can you do we're not
4: going to complain we'll enjoy the opportunity that's exactly right now before we talk softball you are second – you you work at Patrick Henry, correct? I do, yes. What do you do at Patrick Henry when you're not coaching softball? I'm a special education teacher, and I focus with geometry. Fantastic. Yes. Now, uh, memory serves me correctly. Your mom spent a day or two at Patrick Henry.
2: Um, 41 years. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, would we'll probably still be there if certain things wouldn't have happened when she came to retire, but, yep. you know. She loves it. She uh, subs. She was subbing uh, last week, three days last week. She's always up there, so that's crazy. Hard to get away from it. Now
4: I have to mention your mom because she was my uh, PE health teacher, tenth grade, and I'll date myself. I don't mind saying it. <laughs> 1982-83 was my tenth grade year, and I'm so old. It was back in the days when Patrick Henry only had the three grades. You spent eight and nine over at Liberty, right. and then you came to Patrick Henry in grade 10, and your mom was greeting – you, know, gr- greeted us for our first day right. of gym. We had some oh, – all we had some great times.
2: Yeah, my mom uh, has given I, – I, I joke everybody out in the western part of Hanover, <laughs> she's given everybody their license because she drives that <laughs>
4: teacher for 41 years as well. <laughs> That's exactly right. Between her – uh late great coach cobb uh, dale chenault harold hey, henry harold henry Yes, yeah. yeah. so they, they yes yeah, thousands of drivers on yes. the road and i suspect they probably the best ones in the area
2: uh we typically carry the best numbers not trying to toot my own horn but but to toot, toot. With, with with the schools in the county
4: <laughs> we can toot it yes absolutely <laughs> okay now let's let's talk softball First year under the belt last year, you had a team that had such an interesting dynamic. Of You had some senior leadership. You had a lot of youth. You have you know, two great pitchers. You've got defense. You, I, there was so much going on, and there was a lot of success. But then here here comes, and this happens to teams sometimes, here comes a team in Dinwiddie where you guys play half a game with them before a storm came rolling through Ashland one night back last May. You end up matched up against them again in the postseason, and it just seemed like they had your numbers. And that had you been in another part of the bracket, things could have been a whole lot different. What did you take away from season one that you're going to apply here in season two? Uh, Season one was a great season for us. We did a lot of um,
2: big new things that pH softball hadn't had happen in the past. beating Lee Davis for the first time in five years. Oh, your win against Lee Davis at home on that Friday night was absolutely insane. A great game, by the way. Yeah, fantastic Um, game. Beating Natalie for the first time in five years. Um, So we we had a lot of great improvements, whether it was with the field or the idea that we've gone through uh, four coaches in six years. Mm -hmm. So establishing um, uh, uh, an approach, establishing a mental part to your game, establishing uh, what we're going to do for our season as opposed to just going out and playing softball and getting coached day in and day out. You know, we're doing a lot of different things with uh, trying to build the program and make it as close to college-esque as possible with what we have. Um, great year last year. Nothing disappointed. I mean, he was uh, really solid component last year they were really good team yes they were um and and speaking of that game i think we only had four strikeouts all game and three hits i mean we hit the ball well we hit it right at them that, that yeah that's part of the game sometimes you know it's it, it doesn't go your way always again that adversity you know it's a great uh topic for us to talk about and move forward with because we talk a lot about the middle part at ph and and being able to reflect on that and build upon that you know i also think we uh took a deep breath and relaxed a little bit going into the postseason because we had such a uh, well pre-season or regular season so I think we kind of got comfortable with what we were doing Mm -hmm. so from the coaching side that's another thing that we're going to try to improve on and Hopefully we can get rid of that idea moving forward to the postseason.
4: So uh, talk a little bit about some of the the ladies who are going to be kind of the cornerstone, the the leaders, the ones that are coming back that you're looking at as key uh, uh, to driving you guys again this year. Back in Region 4B, same situation. You know, Dinwiddie will be good. Powhatan's always tough. Midlothian is a team that is seriously on the rise obviously Hanover right down the street it's highly competitive softball and read I know sometimes 5b gets all the you know, talk because of Atlee Davis's rivalry the last three four years at the state level but uh, you guys have some incredible softball and opponents that you play there in the region and I know you try to get as many of them on the regular season schedule as you can yeah we
2: uh we're lucky this year we don't have to play um I, I hesitate saying that some of the lower-level teams twice, like we have in the past, with the districts and all that good stuff. Right. Um, so our our schedule this year is uh, tougher. It's going to be more challenging throughout the year. We don't have many, uh, what I'll call "quote unquote" game, games off because we're just better than everybody. Yeah. Um. So so that's going to be a, a great help for us moving to the postseason. We're seeing a lot of those great pitching and stuff like
4: that. And and to help people understand that that is a problem across. Across the county because all four schools are in the Capital District and, and when it comes to the rest of the Capital District, Highland Springs, Verona, Henrico Armstrong, I, 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 there's n- not a lot of competition in that part. It's kind of... If we go back to 2018 and the football season, it's kind of football flipped. Certainly, you know, you know what I'm saying. I know, you know, Hanover County football teams would cringe when they go. Oh, we got to go to Highland Springs this Friday. Right. You know, Highland Springs' softball team feels the same way when they go. We got to go to Patrick Henry, or Certainly. we got to go to Atley, or whatever the case may be. So, you're what you're talking about is you want every game on the schedule to be something that's going to be competitive. That's going to make the girls work. It's going to make them better and to get you ready for May and June.
2: Certainly, yeah. That, that, and and again, it goes back to the mental part. I mean, physically, all of our girls. Uh, uh, work out and get lessons and do all that stuff so that part of the coaching makes it easier for me but you know when you're day in and day out the mind is a little bit different than taking a game off once a week or something like that yes and, and nothing against those programs they got great coaching they got, they're doing a lot of good stuff but I mean when we line up one through nine if we're just
4: that much better it doesn't help us right and it, it's something you fulfill on your schedule, but in the end, is it helping you in the long run? And that's an issue that you, know, that you guys have had to face for quite some time. Certainly, and, and we finally are not getting rid of that, but, you know,
2: making the schedule a
4: little bit different and getting rid of that district idea, quote unquote. Well, and that helps the other teams, too, because they can go out and schedule teams that are more competitive with them and give them a chance to, to hype up their program a little bit more pick up some more victories and hopefully pick up more interest in the student body so the sport will grow there certainly win-win for everyone it's a win-win for everyone absolutely Lance Sturgeon head softball coach at Patrick Henry with us tonight okay so I could start reeling off some names but I'm gonna let you do it instead I know you're in the middle of quote-unquote tryouts but I know you've got some cornerstones for the 2019 season I mean I could talk about every girl that we had in our program (laughs) last year so
2: you know it's not uh not the easiest nor one of my most favorite things to do right because you
4: know I've forgot so and so's
2: but you know I'll, you know I'll mention the girls that were uh, we had a couple of girls that made all region um, Aaron White who hit uh, into the season fourth for us um, she is. We're looking for her to do big things, um, both offensively and defensively. Defense. She might be doing some different things this year defensively with a couple of players that didn't come out for whatever reason or some holes that may need to be filled. Right. Um, the next two girls I'll talk about made first-team all-regions but also had knee surgeries in the offseason mm. with uh, Autumn Sleemaker and Riley Dahl. Um, I'll start with Riley, our pitcher. I mean, uh, if you're following softball, you know the name. You've seen her um, – Sophomore with a great presence, a great mindset, who throws the ball hard, makes the ball move, uh, expecting big things from her. Looking to see her bat help us out offensively a little more than it did last year. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, still throwing the ball in the circle for us. Uh, We lost a couple of pitchers this year uh, for whatever reason again, so we don't have the pitching depth. So she'll be throwing more innings than she did for us last year. Okay. Um, So uh, big things from her. And then Autumn Sleemaker is, uh, you know, Missed uh, six games, I believe, last year with because of her knee. So we've gotten that uh, issue taken care of. She had some surgery. and She's coming back, working hard, and for her time in the offseason, looking for her to do some big stuff for us at shortstop. Uh, she also made first team all-metro. So she's got got the, uh, I guess, the, the the resume, but we got to enact that on the field and, sure. and let it show itself on the field. So um, expecting big leadership out of her. And you know, I'll tell the story. She last year was uh, the one player that came in and kind of – caught me off guard with some actions and things that she said in a positive way it was awesome we didn't have anybody do that for us last year so uh her leadership this year is uh needs needs to be uh, the bar for our leaders and if she can push it above and keep moving it forward and keep moving the leadership
4: up that's going to be uh a great year for us it will make all the difference in the world certainly uh it, it's no easy task you guys get started March 12th will be there when you uh, crank it up at Midlothian with Abby White in the circle. She's going to be one of the top pitchers in Region 4B this season. Again, talking about being able to schedule top competition to get you ready for the postseason. Um, What are some of the things that you guys, the coaching staff, are, are are working on when you have the opportunity during these next few weeks and with scrimmages prior to March 12th?
2: We have to hit. We have to score uh last year we struck out too much uh we left runners in scoring position offensively was a down year for us okay uh defensively i think we did great we didn't give up but so many runs all together all year whether it was against Lee davis or the upper echelon teams sure. or even the, lo- the lower the barrel teams i mean we defensively were really good um pitching we were really good so we got to be able to score you know it's not football your defense can't score for you we got to score <laughs> offensively we've got to push the runs across the plate so that's
4: yeah. our big focus that's right you got to get them across the plate when you're at bat exactly it's a one of the you know baseball softball the defense has the ball yeah, they yeah. always got the upper hand yeah give me another sport you yep. know you know that doesn't happen in yeah. basketball or football or you tennis you're serving or what do you, yeah, you got right the matters in your own hands so to speak you're right you're right so so softball for you. Tell me about the background and then your decision when Coach Foltz uh, decided to concentrate on family, and, and then we had a year with, um, and now my brain is just completely um, Walter, Walter, yep. and, and he coached for a year in 2017, and then you come in last season. What is it about softball for you, and, and when did you start doing it? So I was
2: a college baseball player, came out of college, took a year off, and then was doing baseball lessons and coaching baseball travel team and whatnot, and uh, as most people know, I had Autumn Sleemakers, my daughter, so uh, switched I, didn't, when- know
4: <laughs> I, honestly, I did didn't know that. Honestly, I did not know. No, I did oh. not know. Well, I'm glad. Hey, learning something every <laughs> day, Yes, right? I do. I learn something every week sitting yes. in this chair.
2: Well, I, I'm glad you don't know. I don't. It's not something I want to... You know talk about because she needs to be her own person her own thing exactly um so when autumn started playing softball she was nine so i guess that was eight years ago yeah it was when i made the change uh at the time i was doing uh lessons at the old rbi in richmond off broad street broad and marshall and I was doing lessons by Kerry Cobb and Tommy Harrison and Mark Molesky and Mead Langhorn, and the list goes on and on and on of legendary coaches in the area. Um, so so the switch for me wasn't hard at all. It's the same sport yeah. except for the pitching. Yeah. Um, so I I am open. I don't know a whole lot about pitching. I can see something if I have a coach standing by me and say, hey, look at this, I'll, I'll see it. But I don't know a whole lot about it. I rely on my coaches to help me out with the pitching. The uh, the pitchers to help me out with what they can do and their limitations and what they need to get better at and whatnot. Um, But besides that, to me, the sport's the same. The swing's the same. Run the bases is the same. Mm -hmm. You know, you're still got to catch the ball, throw the ball, make the tags, do all that stuff. So when I had the opportunity to switch over and help PH coach JV, which is where I started at, uh, I loved it. And the game is more explosive. It's more quick. Uh, It's exciting. It's a shorter time length. Yeah. I mean, to me, everything about it. Is, is better. And hear me say this, I was a baseball player. I love baseball. <laughs> Opening day just happened.
4: I mean, it's it's my sport. But softball, is, it's awesome. I love it. Isn't it. incredible? Yeah, I, I started covering it full-time for the Herald Progress back in 2012. Uh, we mentioned that year previously, I traveled three times in the same week up Northern Virginia to watch Patrick Henry in the state quarter, a state semi, and then the state championship game. Uh, and, and I just fell in love with the sport too. I, and the two positions that just fascinate me to no end are pitcher because of the mechanics that are involved and third base yeah your reflex time at third base in softball has to be insane it's scary it's It's insane you got your focus has if you're not focused you get hit yeah you could forget it (laughs) it's terrible and and for so you got to remember, baseball 90 feet between, softball 60 feet. So again, well, that's if the third baseman's staying at the bag. Right. that happens, and and a lot of times the third baseman's up 20 right. because you know is this a slapper? Or are they going to bunt? Right. Or and that's another part of the game too. There's it's just not getting up and trying to swing away. There is so much strategy when it comes to the anatomy of an at bat. Yes. It's certainly. incredible. Certainly.
2: And then that's you know we it, to me it all boils down to the
4: mental part, and that's what we tackle. You know, we
2: last year we had a. Uh, a company come in and help us out with a couple hour sessions and whatnot so you know you got to be on top of your game with all that stuff <laughs> so Patrick Henry softball this year what's the goal what have you told the girls well the goal is always a state championship uh, always I mean we have uh, the, the quote unquote PH plateau you know not one the state championship the one team in the county that doesn't have the state championship so we got to reach the summit I heard mm-hmm. you mention earlier you know we and I'll, and I'll go ahead and talk about some more of my players with a uh, returning catcher saxon radcliffe yes great leader um had her
4: on the show here back in the awesome. fall when she committed
2: yes awesome. yeah and yet going to play division one we got three division one players on our team i mean yeah, yeah. on cards on the paper we're we're good but we got to be able to play you know we got this that leadership from saxon we're looking for her to step behind the plate again and do some big stuff mm. and, um uh, Blair Rhodes at second base. I mean, not, both, of their, both of those girls, in my opinion, got a little snubbed on the region selections. But, you know, it's all coaches voting. So there's not so much you know, <laughs> she can do about it. So, no, uh, this is true. You know, Blair hit third for me last year as a uh, first-year first player for PH, transferring from Freeman. From Freeman, correct. mean um, she stepped in and, and ended the season as my number three hitter as a sophomore. I mean, she was doing great stuff. So, you know, it's
4: got to put it all together. State championships is the only, only way. Before I let you go real quick, any newbies I need to keep an eye out for when I first see you guys at Midlothian March 12th? Uh, certainly.
2: Um, we have uh, uh, some girls coming up from JV, mm-hmm. um, Madeline Jewick. I'm looking for her to help out, help us out on the mound. Uh, you know, we're losing a, a third baseman and a first baseman when we graduated, so right. got to fill those positions. Um, we have a new girl from Florida. Uh, who is a junior, who hopefully she can step in and fit in with the team and do all that fun stuff that we uh, do with our program and she can mold right on in and and jump into a spot. Um, Chakala Thomas, another great JV girl last year, we're expecting big things out of her, Um, whether it's outfield time or running a base or something like that. You know, we got got, got some big things going on. We got – hopefully we'll keep a good
4: number of girls, so – Looking for big things. Looking for big things. And yes, you are you are right. Not that they haven't come close, but the Patriots still looking for that first state banner. I think it's just a matter of time before it happens. Uh yeah, I hope so. Hope this is the year. Like, yeah, It'd that be would fun. be that would be perfectly <laughs> fine by me. And I know Coach Mike Rohr, who I've had on the program too. He's coaching right now uh, in in the playoffs in basketball. So he, he's not hearing this. But if he hears it on a delay, when we put it up on our podcast site, it's like, Coach, now I'm rooting for you guys. I root for everybody. You do. I'm an equal opportunity rooter. That 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 is for sure. Listen, but you asked me on the radio. I was like, man, I'll do anything for Rob. He's great. He treats me great. Why wouldn't I? I appreciate that very much. Looking forward to it. We'll be broadcasting that opener on the RVA Sports Network on our YouTube channel on March 12th. Can't wait to be at Midlothian. See you guys in action. Coach, thanks for being with us. Awesome, Rob. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much for, for having Lance me. Lance Lesturgeon, second year head Patrick Henry, softball coach. And again, their season starts March twelfth at Midlothian. Come back, final timeout, wrap things up here at Sports Page Grill. Coming up in a moment, live on in the Red Zone.
1: We'll be back with more from the Red Zone after these messages. When you need printing, you usually need it yesterday.
3: We Think and in Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at We Think in Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Think in Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Thinkin' in Ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead brochures, or business forms. We Think in Ink in Ashland.
5: Where do you bring the family for sports, great food, and excellent service? Sports Page Grill in Ashland. Walking distance from Randolph-Macon College, Sports Page Ashland features 40 and 55-inch TVs, all high-definition flat screens. Sports Page Ashland has something for everyone on the menu, like their fresh Angus beef burgers or chicken wings, which everyone agrees are the best in town. Kids' Night is Wednesday. All kids' meals are served on frisbees that they can take home. Your family will love the friendliest faces you can find anywhere north of Richmond, at SportsPage Grill in Ashland. For nightly specials and more, check them out on Facebook. SportsPage Ashland.
3: Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been servicing the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in-home heating fuel oil and propane gas, Massey Wood and West is a premier dealer of Heil heating and cooling equipment with professional service and installation of gas or oil furnaces. Hyle systems are backed by 100 years of superior engineering and quality manufacturing. Massey Wood & West gives you one-stop shopping for your standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and Hile equipment. Call today for your heating and cooling needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood & West. A premier Heil dealer.
4: just a few seconds, fans. We're wrapping things up quickly tonight in the Red Zone. Big thank you to Jill Bryles Hinton from Randolph-Macon, Lance Lesturgeon, and Patrick Henry Softball for joining us. Our poll question at Hanover Sports on Twitter. It's final. 39% say Atley the best softball team going to be this year. 24% Hanover, 22% Lee Davis, 15% Patrick Henry. We'll see how it comes on the field when the season starts in three weeks. Next week on the program, Randolph-Macon tennis coach Charles Gray, Patrick Henry girls lacrosse coach, Anna-Marie Mason, both live, plus all the latest on the ODAC championships and basketball with Randolph Macon. That's all next week, live here at Sports Page Grill. Wop, we'll with them saying good night from in the Red zone.
1: In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a production of WHAN Radio. Our producer is Calvin Cecil. Executive producer is William Roberts. In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a copyright production of 5th Estate Broadcasting, LLC. Any rebroadcast or reproduction, in part or in whole, without the express written consent of 5th Estate Broadcasting, LLC, is strictly prohibited.
3: You're listening to WHA.